And now I give the floor to the engineer and economist of Jiechen, qualified expert on anti-crisis management, Lukasz Mudry. Thank you very much for giving me the floor. How debts of a country arise? Public budget means uh, a financial plan of a country for a given fiscal year, which implies implementation of uh, economic and political functions of the government. The state budget is a centralized monetary fund, which is a balance of expenditures and revenues of a country per a given year. We can imagine it as a pot with golden coins. On the left side, the coins flow in, and on the right side, the coins flow out. The revenue part where the coins go in are taxes, uh, taxes, import duties, charges, and other revenues, but the expenditures is where the coins go out, and this gives us an information where money goes on funding various expenses like education, healthcare, defense, payment of debts, etc. Public debt may be in three options. It's balanced when we have no coins in the pot at the end of the year. The surplus budget is when we have certain surplus of coins in our pot and deficit budget where we lack funds for uh, funding our expenses so we had to take some money extra coins for funding our expenses as a debt public debt arises when we accumulate debts because we have deficit budgets and uh, in addition we have to pay interest rates if we look at the graphs of the Minister of Finance with the balance of the state budget, it appears that since 1997 the expenditures exceed the, the revenues and this trend is still observed. Currently the Czech Republic's deficit of the budget is, uh, is 65 billion euro. I am a human who wants our civilization to prosper, to have technologies which uh, help develop the country and including healthcare, which would treat all the diseases and which would be affordable to all people all over the planet. In order for the system of education to give high quality education to people who are, will be ready to become full-value members of society and bring benefit to the society. Expenditures of the budget are divided into mandatory expenditures, which are according to the legislation, for example, pension, pension insurance, social payments, social benefits, medical benefits, unemployment charges and unemployment payments, uh, payments which uh, fund elections and also charges for the European Union, international organizations. Also, there are quasi-mandatory expenditures which are also necessary. So we have to pay them, although they are not in the legislation, 
These are like public servants, salaries, subsidies to the defense, to the public organizations, but also non-mandatory expenses, which are all the rest of expenses which can provide, which enable a country to support the economic growth. These expenditures, according to the budget of 2019 in Czech Republic, it's 350 billion uh, Czech coronas, and uh, this increased compared to the last year, 2018. If I summarize, there are mandatory expenditures and quasi-mandatory expenditures, which we also have to cover. Altogether, they make up 75% of all our budget expenditures. In my personal opinion, we spend 75% of our money from the state budget only to support the consumer-based format. The format which will sooner or later lead all people on the planet to death, to destruction. Please pay attention to the fact that just 25% of our state budget we can freely invest. However, if there were no debts between the countries, this percentage ratio would be changed for better. As a result, we could begin to really develop science for people, which would bring benefit for people, safety and confidence in the better future. We would be able to build a true medicine, which would effectively help people. We will eliminate social inequality and differences, and thus we will increase confidence and trust between people. If we create a joint emergency service, we could create and undertake steps for the benefit of the country and all people. It's very easy to reject the consumer trend and to create a constructive and creative format and to achieve real freedom. Thank you very much, Lukas. You've mentioned it correctly that we spend most of money from state budget to support the consumer-based format and limitation of capitals up to $10 million per family and also nulling of external debt will enable us to fulfill the budget and create conditions under which every person will be socially protected and secured. Now I give the floor to Germany, to Irina Tumanova. She's the finance department leader. She will expand on the topic of external debts and whether it's actually possible to cover an external debt. Dear friends, thank you very much for inviting me and for uh, an ability to join the game of professionals. Let me look at the topic of external debts and its attitude to the its correlation with the GDP. For those who are not familiar with economy very closely, with economics very closely, the uh, gross Domestic product is a combination of all goods and pro services produced in one country within one year. According to the International Economic Forecast, IMF, in April 2018, we can see that almost half of the countries in the world have debts over 50% of their GDP. Uh, 
To be precise, in 96 countries, the level of deaths exceeds 50%, out of which 16 countries have uh, exceeded the level of 100% of their GDP. For example, in the leading countries of the world, like the USA, the deaths have come to 109% and only nine only eight countries have the debt under 20%. Taking into account these statistics, we can ask how much time or how many years will a country have to spend to repay this debt, for, which is, for example, half of its GDP. Historically, there were examples when, there were, when the state debt decreased, like in 1997, Kennedy had public debt of 64% of the GDP and it decreased it to 44% of the GDP within five years. During this time, Kennedy implemented harsh budget cuts by 20%. At this rate, I would like to take around 15 years to cover the debt. However, the story has turned out to have a different outcome with Kennedy, which increased its debt above 100% by 2016. Unfortunately, the examples of the recent policy are quite rare. The tendency is opposite. Global public debt has more than doubled since 1950s, when it was an approximately 100% of the total GDP. In 2017, it reached the mark of 220%. Naturally, the following question arises. Would the situation of increasing public debt have an end? Would the countries become fiscally disciplined in the long-term perspective to introduce budget cuts to pay off their public debt accordingly to debt agreements? Just to know that the interest on public debt is financed from the pocket of the taxpayers. If pay, is paying of the public debt realistic in the current conditions, and is it planned? Or will it rise further until it collapses? As of today, it looks that the answer is no. Countries are so interconnected and all have such high levels of debts that even if they wanted to escape this vicious circle, it would take decades or even centuries to pay it off. But most importantly, there is no will for the debt reduction because politicians stimulate public consumption and need to finance their promises shortly before elections. As we see, after some significant efforts for the debt reduction, the Canadian debt is shooted up again. In the current situation, public debt will never be paid off and unfortunately is not designed to be paid off. It is designed to be refinanced each time under new conditions to keep the status quo. Each time during the refinancing, a country will de depend, depend upon the goodwill of its creditors and their imposed credit conditions, whichever these would be. If we talk about the new economy for the whole society, as proposed by Alatra, an entire reset of the economy is needed, as the current system will not have a way out. Thank you very much, Ira. 
you've, you've said it quite correctly that the current situation is such that the external debt will never be paid off and nobody expects its repayment. Now I'll give the floor to Yuri Garpinich Kiev. He's a project manager and he will continue the topic of external public debts. Hello, dear friends. Recently, I've decided to clarify certain moments relating to the economic situation in the world. Today, I'd like to share with you certain understandings, interesting points, interesting facts. For six thousand years, we've been imposed an idea that people need some leaders and rulers who would, to whom we would delegate the right to represent our interest and choose ways to develop society. Imposition of such ideas and dogmas has led to unlimited capitalization by a small group of ruling elites and total dependence of the entire humanity on the decisions of this group. It's necessary to note that people have given the power and shifted responsibility for their lives to others, as a result of which we have radical redistribution of power in favor of a certain group of people. One of the results of such activity in the 20th century has become the establishment of the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. These structures were established in order to govern the political system of every separate country and the world economy as a whole. They control governments of various countries by means of managing the credit system, they manipulate exchange rates and they influence the level of economic activity of every country. These organizations, these organizations don't take into account the interests of billions of people. They act in according with, with the help of secret agreements, which they conclude on regular periodic meetings and conferences. To be honest, moreover, they are, these are private corporations which have focused international financial power in their hands. The more countries have to ask for loans in order to repay interest, most important for people is not to is, is to learn not to shift responsibility to somebody else's shoulders, not to delegate power to other people because uh, in order to accuse them later on. In the constitutions of all countries, it is written that uh, sources of power the source of power is people. Society has to uh, take responsibility for uh, themselves. Thank you, Yuri. Thank you, Yuri. This is truly Indeed, very, it's very easy. This is truly very simple. So if everyone takes responsibility, the entire economy will change to the creative direction. about the manipulative policy of the bank system and it's and how it influences the economy of the world. Now, Olga Presenko will tell us more about it from Belgium. 
Hello, dear friends. Not so recently ago, I decided to uh, think about the points regarding the economic situation in the world. Today, I would like to share with you some interesting facts. For almost 6,000 years, we have been imposed with the idea that people need leaders and managers uh, to whom we should delegate the right to represent our interests and choose the path of the development of society. Imposing such ideas and dogs has led to uh, unlimited capitalization of a small group of the ruling elite and the total dependency of the entire humanity on the decisions of this group. I should know that people themselves have given up power and have shifted the responsibility for their lives to others, uh, as a result of which a radical uh, remanagement of the power has taken place, remanagement towards a certain group of people. One of the results of such activity in the 20th century was the creation of the IMF and the World Bank. These structures are created to rule the political system of each country and the global economy as a whole. They control governments of different countries through the credit system. They manipulate um, currency exchange rates. They influence the economic activity of the country. These organizations do not take into consideration interests of billions of people. They act according to secret agreements which um, which are negotiated at periodic meetings and conferences so basically the entire humanity is being lied to so i'm i work in belgium and it turns out that every day i um i sponsor imf is that the reason why i work to sponsor hunger wars and so on no that is why I see an urgent need to conduct a referendum where people themselves could decide in which society they want to live. To um, So the following things should be done. Taxes should be removed and capitalization should be limited. I think that we should stop shifting the responsibility to others and each of us can contribute to creating a creative society already now. Well, you could agree that everyone dreams of living in, in a world without hunger, without wars, where each labor is, um, um, is valued, where you don't have to work for days or weeks. And actually, if resources are allocated in the right way, everyone will be enough with everything, where each personality is striving towards creation, where people are friendly with each other, where um, where personality lives a where people live as a grown-up personality and i believe this is worth doing in order to live in such a world thank you thank you olga thank you for sharing and now i would like to give the floor to eva kronova economist and specialist on taxes from prague czech republic Hello, I'm very grateful for having the floor so that I could speak at today's um, game, the nullification of, ta of uh, debts and some taxes for citizens. I believe that this way actually um, 
the way everything functions now is quite absurd and i believe that we live in this absurd world and unfortunately sometimes we're even unaware of that we have adopted this lifestyle as something given and we do not even think about the fact that things can be different this is why we pay taxes for the property we pay we take loans and we pay the loans that will have to be a burden for the future generations we delegate the power and money to other people and we do not even stop to think where this money goes quite often our countries are members of organizations that unfortunately impose ineffective a social economic policy even in the poorest country of the world they call it help i mean loans and credits between countries which because of the um, rates and inability to pay them and to inability to have to take certain economic measures these rates lead to a, to a greater collapse to greater debt although on the other hand they lead to the fact that the, the people who give these loans they get richer and their opportunities to manipulate people are becoming bigger as well it is also vital to think that a an ordinary person takes nothing here wins nothing it's just that um, it's just that um, people themselves do not see anything any profit on these loans paradoxically these rich uh, creditors ask for loans back from the people who took nothing and this is how economic crises take place i believe that all economic crises are created artificially on the one hand favorable conditions are created which allows a group of people to earn a lot of money but on the other hand simple people lose the last means to live i believe that a healthy human society should not allow that because all of us are people and it is humanity that is important it is um, natural joy to give to forgive the debts i don't mean the debts of just poor countries i'm also speaking about nullification of uh, debts for all the countries because debts and also loans have never helped quite the opposite while we're living in such a society when some people are, are parasites on the unhappiness of others while others are die are dying because of loans or some raids because of them what kind of humanity can we speak about let us consider another paradoxical situation today the capital in the world is distributed quite unevenly and while in one part of the world people suffer from diseases from mental diseases uh, caused by abundance at the other half of the world people die because they lack water and basic medicine and basic health care i i thought how is this possible what mechanism is hidden in all of this and what role we as people play in all of this i think that this is caused by the general direction of our society towards consumption as soon as um, 
a person is judged by the car that he rides, by the clothes that he wears, not by the moral manifestations, not by the manifestations of humanity in them. Society will always have the following situation. One uh, party, the rich, would continue to become richer at the expense of others, and the other uh, group of people will have to adapt to now the society to be just accepted by the society and these people will continue to be to take debts so i believe that if all of us change i mean every person because we cannot criticize higher educational uh, governmental institutions because it is us who have trusted us to have trusted our money with um with this because it is people who comprise government together with 188 countries, members of uh, the IMF, which I have mentioned. So basically we bear full responsibility for the fact, for, for what these organizations do in the world. And we as society have the right to speak out in what society we would like to live. And we also have the full right to check on how, the full right to check on how these conditions are manifested. So if I speak about the absurdity of um, um, loans and credits of Czech citizens, I would like to also mention the following. Recently, living in Prague has become quite problematic because uh, real estate prices in Prague has, um, in Prague has um, increased so much that the young people who are just starting to work can um, cannot get their properties of their own other than through a loan. That what does it mean? It means that basically they start their adult life with the perspective of paying the loan for the entire lives. And also when you buy property, you also have to pay the tax for the transfer of the property rights. Basically you pay for the possibility to make the transaction, the transaction for the purchase of real estate. And then you'll also have to pay money for using this property so basically you pay to the government for the property that you own which i think is quite absurd besides in my practice i see the following the tax system of czech republic is so complicated and it is so um not understandable for a simple citizen that i cannot find a single auditor which would understand the entire information about taxes. And actually, I think this speaks for itself. And we also have the huge administrative apparatus. What does it mean? It means that it means that um, people shift the responsibility for their money to other specialists, to other people. And I believe that the creative, healthy society should have simple, transparent proceedings related uh, which are directed towards um, the prosperity of everyone and i think when this happens and i also believe that this has already happened when moral and spiritual values uh, become fashionable instead of um, material values as a result this competition will diminish in society as a result conflicts and wars will also decrease and there will be no need to have this increasing debt and parasite on others, on the poor. The, the necessity, um, another necessity will disappear to strive 
for uh, chasing money, for chasing material. That means that people will be able to have more time and more energy to devote to things that truly matter, such as spiritual development of every individual, to creative, to creativity and to building relationships that are filled with love. I would very much wish for everyone to uh, succeed and I thank everyone for taking part in this. Thank you very much for your attention and I give the floor to my colleagues. Thank you, Eva. Thank you, Eva. So you have uh, enabled us to understand that society should have um, moral and spiritual values in the first place instead of uh, power and profit. Now I would like to give the floor to Africa, to Burgess Sindova, Executive Director of Heaven Base Company. He was unable to join us. So Marina Avtsinova will um, read his speech. Marina is a participant of the Alatra International Public Movement. Marina, can you hear us? Hello. Now I would like to read um, the speech of um, Burgess. So um, this organization helps uh, the, the citizens of Africa in water supply, in education, and it creates conditions so that people could at least get some healthcare support. Unfortunately, the speaker was unable to connect to, to this conference because The worst nightmare in to the forest of the poor in Africa, making many families live in extreme poverty. In Zambia, for instance, there has been a range of taxes introduced in the last couple of years, in addition to the already existing indirect tax, such as importunity, value added tax, which stands at 16%. Now, we have taxes such as waterfall tax. For underground water, COVID tax, high electricity traffic tax, etc., which leaves many people depressed. And one wonders 
where those tax money are being used because we are made to believe that 51% of the national budget goes towards to notify foreign gas and all countries to do it at once. Otherwise, if at least one refuses, then everyone else will have to remain in the current situation and the system will not change. And if all countries do this, then the problems of corruption will be minimized. That's my position. So this letter we received uh, from our friends, and I really would like to um, say one more time that the situation that we see in Africa right now is very similar to many other countries around the world, and we really can see this problem with the foreign gas. So let's bring our Thank you, Marina. This was a very lively example that confirms how the ruling elite cheats people and does everything it wants to with people. People should not build those things which do not make profit and which are bad. People should build just those things which will, which will provide for the bright future. And now I would like to give the floor to Valeria Juk, an entrepreneur from Belarus, from the city of Brest. Hello, dear friends. My name is Valery. I'm an entrepreneur from Belarus. Um, so out of nine, nine, 195 countries uh, at the year of 2000, there were just eight countries, uh, the central banks of which were uncontrolled to the global bank elite. I'm speaking about Afghanistan, Iraq, Sudan, Libya, Cuba, North Korea, Iran, and Syria. When a bank in the country becomes controlled, it um, it has to take uh, some really non-profitable loans. And mm, these loans are supported by recommendations, which will uh, deteriorate the lives of simple people, which will cause um, accelerated social tensions. Further loans are taken in order to cover the previous loans. As a result, economy works to uh, to actually serve the external debt. If the country does not take the loan, then measures are taken such as occupation and um, so the needed central bank is imposed on the country. As a result, as a result, we have uh, the bad situation when, um, when for, for instance, let's take the example of Libya. So this uh, this bank was fully controlled by the government, and it made uh, it possible to emission the national currency and uh, provide it for loans for the needs by the government. 
This explains partially where Libya took the money for to support young families without interest rates and where it found $33 billion to build the most expensive but the very much needed irrigational system. So, understanding on which scenario in, um, on which scenario foreign investment work and this paper and electronic money are not provided with anything, the country initiated the creation of a single state at the African continent with the, um, with the one currency, golden dinar, which of course was against the current uh, banking system. And the thing is that other countries could follow in their lead. As a result, a war was um, waged and we know the result. In 2017, the aforementioned list of countries um, became shorter. So just Cuba, North Korea, Iran and Syria remained in it. The example of Libya says that um, such countries were, uh, were able to shift away from these uh, loans, but it is very difficult to do it single-handedly. Such a thing in the global economy became possible to unlimited capitalization and the fact that uh, a group of uh, people accumulated vast monetary resources. That is why only if we only if we uh, decide together and limit capitalization with all the countries, it will be possible to change the way things are in the world. So it will be possible to limit the influence of uh, these people on the on the other people. Also, um, we should nullify external debt of uh, external public debts of different states in order to liberate everyone from the financial web of foreign banks. Thank you, Valeri. Only when we mm, make decisions together, it will be possible to leave the current situation. I would now like to give the floor to Monica Arnetova from Czech Republic. She will tell us how external debt influenced the life of every person. Thank you, Natasha. Today, having, um, having external debt is just an ordinary practice, which supposedly should help economic development. I believed this bait and I started my business from debt. And after eight years, I went bankrupt and I faced trial in court. Why did I end up in such a situation? I believed the thoughts that were telling me Everything would be fine. It's just uh, this crisis. You will be able to overcome everything. And actually, this is the reason why I ended up in this situation. I realized that there was nothing difficult. This is how I started. Um, and so, so basically, I started to um, get away from the situation. And I realized that if this happens with me, most likely it happens to many people in our country, both in micro world and macro world. So both micro and macro.
external debt takes a lot from the budget and there is not enough money remains to pay teachers and to pay healthcare workers. The, the debt means nothing other than higher taxes in the future. Increasing VAT reflects directly at the growth of prices. And this actually, um, this is something that, that every person is affected by. There is no point in looking for the ones responsible. The only way out is to nullify debt between countries or among countries. If at least 1% of people out of 8 billion stops being silent, we will be able to do a lot. I would like to give the following example. So there was this example when uh, from the 20th century BC when uh, Djoser Pharaoh um, makes Imhotep the main ruler of Egypt and the latter puts things in the order in very short term. So Imhotep made officials, government officials work and he, um, like, the official posts were taken by the people whom he trusted. He fixed the irrigation system, but what I was surprised by was the fact that one person was able to change everything. Within just 50 years, at the same time, he had no modern technological advances. He was unable to share information to people through the internet. While we have technologies, we can work together thanks to social media, referenda, can take place referendums and if all of us take responsibility for our lives everything will change because the creative society which we aspire for everything should be open because today information about finance redistribution is basically closed and people have no idea where money goes. If people themselves started to get interested in the life of society, if people stop shifting a blame and responsibility to others, together we are huge power, huge force. When we start talking, this fear will disappear, this tension will disappear, joy will come, and this uh, huge power will be released, which set things into the motion. People will feel this desire to create, to do something useful, this lightness will come. And when one person feels this, this will change the entire family. And when the family uh, feels it, the entire nation will change. And now, and now there are games of professionals on economics i also know that there are other games please join us thank you Then there is a question, what is a state? A state is who? A simple question. Well, I'm not talking about what it should be ideally, but unfortunately in our society, most likely, a state means territories. Most likely these are some 
facilities, these are most likely subsoil resources like what it is, it is not a living state, unfortunately. Amorphous one, but in my understanding, a state means people who exist within a certain agreement, within a certain territory. They do business here, they live here, they feel good here. The, in my opinion, a state, a true state, a proper state, is when year after year it becomes easier and better, 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 when it becomes simpler, when it becomes freer for them. Then this is right. Well, what do we observe? What tendency do we have? At least in the last couple of hundred years. Does it happen this way? Well, let's take the last 20 or 30 years. People's life has been improving? No. Therefore, what is a state for us? A state for us is kings, that, 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 that is the ruling elite. To put it simply, sim, sim, today sim. it is believed that a state is those who possess power. But who possesses power in our case? Let's take the contribution, the constitution of any country and read people. Well, in fact, all this is the tools of manipulation, substitutions that have been taking place during all this time. They have led to the fact that before, pardon me, people talked in a low voice in their kitchen about these problems. It would be great if there were such a community, it would be nice if we lived like this. And now they are already saying it, excuse me, a candidate for the presidency of the United States of America declares to the whole world about transition of economy and world order from a consumer-based format to a creative and constructive format. Why? And it is openly said that if we don't do this, nothing good awaits humanity, right? Every person understands and actually feels where absolutely right, where this accuracy based format leads to, and how much deceit, how much absolutely right. And now I give the floor to Igor Burlak, private interpreter from Kiev, Ukraine. Good day. Today we are living in the world in which the system has managed to distract people from their true dest destination mission to become angels. And economica is now economics economy is uh, relying on constant demand, otherwise it cannot exist. And uh,
financial instability in these countries. Today, it, we know that 80% of the capital on the planet belongs to a group, small group of people. And the question is whether people know where this money goes from taxes, which they pay. 6, 000, for 6,000 years, we've been living in the imposed consumer format, due to which we have destructive processes in society. In, but in people's hands, it's to change everything. And in order for this to be changed, people have to create a joint society with a joint planned economy where everything would be transparent and open. And the first step is to limit capitals per family. And the next step is to null all the debts between countries. These steps will enable us to fool the budgets of all countries and to secure social benefits for all people. The next stage is to create a joint planned economy all over the world in, with introduction of a joint currency for settlements between countries with equal prices and equal salaries all over the world without any additional conditions. The cost of one gram of gold and products all over the world should be identical now and 100 years later. Goods can be cheaper, but without diminishing their quality and without the diminishment in the quality of services as well. The world and economy as a whole should be oriented to permanent improvement of people's life. And uh, currencies should be tied to certain indicators, which would be certain like standards and such indicators should be several as an option these can be gold oil products some products etc what this is done for in order to avoid speculation in some cases when for example oil gets cheaper and it doesn't lead to decreasing the prices of uh, oil products and diesel uh, and fuel for people who will be, whom, whom will this currency belong to to people and resolve all issues relating uh, relating to economy should be by people people should have access to everything and control everything and everything should be transparent electronic democracy is quite realistic. I'd also like to describe my personal experience from the past, by which uh, I, you can see that stimulation of debts uh, makes a person uh, non-free inside and um, creates tension. Eleven years ago, I worked in a famous country, in a company where motivation of employees was based on stimulation of buying some more prestigious, prestigious car, and the company took certain part of uh, expenses on covering the loan. And uh, basically, I had the new car anyway, but I still decided to take a loan and buy a higher status car. As a result, in a half a year, uh, there was crisis, the dollar rate increased, uh, and as a result, the compensation which I obtained from my company was insufficient to cover the debt 
I found myself in a situation when this inner tension and fear to lose job was such high that I was permanently debts, permanently in fear, and this permanent inner fear caused to the fact that I started hating my job, and also I was just inefficient at work. And my management noticed that, uh, of course, there was certain additional pressure on me, and uh, as a result, uh, I had alcohol, alcohol product problems, and uh, my relationship in the family deteriorated. And in a while, I had an opportunity to repay debts. And when I accounted the knowledge of Alatra, everything became clear. I understood that there is an inner fear, this stereotype and pattern which I was, I was working with. And uh, for myself, I understood that a person can be happy. You know, at that point when I had fear, I didn't see any Sundays, uh, but I, I always liked Fridays because it was the last working day. But when I gained this inner freedom, when I get rid of, got rid of these debts and I lost the fear to lose job, I also understood that a person should be happy at any time and, and on any day of the week. Why am I saying this? Because this story is repeating uh, between the countries, because nulling of debts between the countries would give opportunity to people and to countries to gain freedom, to get rid of this pressure and to become more efficient and to see certain prospects and to fill the budgets, etc. And for people actually to be more happy, to be happier. And also, there was an issue of whether these countries which are taking loans, they basically take a loan on behalf of people, the citizens. And the question is whether such a, a great amount of funds is needed to this country and whether actually these people uh, basically these people, taxpayers, serve these loans. And of course, uh, now we are going to the fact that in the creative and constructive society, a person, every person should have an opportunity to cover all his social needs uh, without taking and paying any debt, uh, any loans. And of course, when financial resources are attracted for a company, for some luxury items, this does not relate to the fact, for example, if it's not some luxury house, if it's not a business, a person should buy, should be able to buy goods, uh, normal goods, without any interest rates, interest payments. But if a person takes a loan, some money for business, he has to pay certain interest or for buying some luxury item. And this should be uh, covered with certain interest. Thank you very much. Thank you, Igor. Adoption of progressive uh, laws in progressive constructive society. This is what we will be told by Galina Kovalenko from Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan. Galina, Galina, do you hear us? Lubomir, thank you very much for giving me the floor. 
What I like to say, first of all, every year, in the beginning of every year, mass media published the, the information about the total amount of country debt and uh, what is this per capita if it is split among the population. For example, in my country, today every citizen has is owes $700 uh, of external debt. For example, for me to cover uh, the external debt, I have to give out three of my monthly salaries. And since the national debt is increasing every year, I will be owing all the time. My salary for me is the only uh, source of um, income for me, and uh, salary is also a source of income for the country, but not for myself, not for my personal development, for supporting defense needs, for supporting this uh, state apparatus and for covering this external debt. I don't know how this uh, country is taking the loans, but I also I always know the consequences is inflation, increase of the communal services cost for kids and for elderly people is for kids, for children, uh, decrease of the quality in, of education for all people, it's decrease of the quality of medical care, and also it's a very important issue, I would like to talk about it. Currently, this low pension, pensions of elderly people is the direct proof of the fact that the pension system is very complex and does not guarantee that in our old age we will have the normal pension payments before uh, right now these pensions do not satisfy with the proper needs of each human most of the funds are accumulated in financial institutions and the working person should look for other sources of income how to ensure life in old age and in the case of person's death these pension charges will be not covered by the government we are accustomed to the situation when a person has to pay to the government all the time and he's kind of believes that all these taxes go for some good deeds so we let's think about um, how we pay to the country to the state and where this money goes uh, we actually pay taxes from everything you should agree and we have to pay we have to pay taxes for being able to work we pay taxes on land which belongs to the country we pay a tax on the mobile property to have an ability to have a house and for the population you know it's easy to tax the population because we don't have other option but to pay and uh, you know the country creates comfortable conditions for themselves but not for the old people and the question is whether it's my passive attitude passive attitude of most people is the actual reason why we have such a situation before all of us understand that public servants should be controlled uh, and punished if they violate something in this case we will be, all, all the time we will be seeing the difference between the interest of the state and the interests of people. We have together for uh, over 
overall global universal referendum and discuss all the issues and we will raise all the points how to protect a person and secure his lifetime. We have to agree on uh, limitation of capitals, on nulling of external debts and also on cancellation of taxes for people. I also touched upon the issue of pension charges. We have to resolve this issue because today this terrible situation in which elderly people are, you know, pensions in the constructive and creative society should be equal and sufficient for everyone, and the government should pay to a person regardless of the period of work and the place of residence. As for the accumulated pensions, the government should limit, the, should take care of the efficient uh, establishment of the efficient regime for a person to accumulate funds for the old age, to be able to take these funds and use them at any time in his life, and in case he dies or she dies, these pension payments should be transferred to the children, to the inheritance. And, of course, these progressive changes should be uh, should be fixed in this new established legislation. And not only this creative and constructive economy, but this relates to all fields of human life. The legislation should protect not just my physical security, but also my economic, social, moral development. And... Um, this legislation, new legislation, should, should not have double standards, should favor creation of new world, and they should be strict by conscience. Thank you very much. Indeed, now we are at the crossroads, and it depends on us. What do we choose? Electronic democracy is possible, and we have an example from Switzerland. I give the floor to Mr. Pushkas. She's a, Pushkas. She's a business consultant. Thank you very much for inviting me. So we discussed already the topic we discussed of public the public debt, debt which country, meaning the sum of all its taxpayers has to carry. This is so the amount which should be covered by all taxpayers. But who are these taxpayers? The taxpayer for example, Saudi Aramco has the profits of one hundred billion dollars. <clears throat> and um, the net worth of the richest person in the world, Jeff Bezos from Amazon exceeds one hundred billion USD who provides the largest share of public revenues. It is neither the corporations nor the wealthy, but the average individual who pays income tax on his growth salary and value-added tax on all goods and services he consumes. Right, 
all tax havens must be shut down. If there is no tax haven, all companies will pay the taxes according to the fiscal system of their respective country of incorporation. Tax havens on small islands exist only because the elite of the large economies needs to save taxes while average individuals pay normal taxes. Secondly, harmonize corporate tax levels. The race to the bottom must stop. Companies should not have the choice between countries when making investments due to tax reasons. Corporate taxation must be harmonized and simplified. Thirdly, corporate taxation must be increased above the highest tax bracket of personal income tax. It is not fair that highly qualified individuals pay more taxes than business owners. And fourthly, corporate profits must be limited and excess profits must be nationalized. Corporate profits are often not in relation to the effort invested by all the employees and business owners. Although good and productive ideas have to be remunerated, it is not sensible to let infinite profits flow only to business owners. The transparent, harmonized, fair and sensible corporate taxation we have just proposed can provide all necessary public funds for public spending. If such a tax system for corporations is implemented, taxes on individuals are no longer needed. Thank you very much for your attention. Кристиано, за так ясний, а велице об'ємний виклад даньового систему, а є то правда, живіть For such detailed speech, it is true that uh, a lot of the large share of the um, budget is is added through the taxes and the uh, wages of people and those people have billions and who have a lot of money hides behind some offshore and other funds while we pay so who is lied to the ruling elite creates good conditions for itself but it lies to humanity and now we would like to give the floor to belgia to angela karasava an accountant and marketing consultant Angela will tell you more about the tax situation in her country. Good afternoon. I live in Belgium and I can tell you a bit about the tax situation here. Uh, in Belgium, the income tax is uh, paid in the amount of up to 50%. Also, additional uh, wages is paid according to... So, basically, a social income is paid up to 20%. So, basically, up to 70% are just taxes from wages. But uh, this does not end here because we also pay indirect taxes, which are included in the price of the goods that we buy. So we see such taxes as VAT uh, at the check price, but some taxes we don't see, which are already included in the price and paid for by the producer. But the system is uh, done in such a way so that the end consumer pays. So basically us, we, uh, we with our small uh, salaries pay. How does it happen? For instance, government um, invents uh, a tax to, uh, to add to the budget, for example, a tax on the environment. And companies are obliged to pay this tax. The company pays, uh, pays it, but it includes into uh, the cost of its product. So basically, when we buy this product, we are, uh, we cover this cost. For instance, in Belgium, the self-cost to um, to get electricity over the past 10 years has not been increased, but the price has increased twice. So these are the invisible 
uh, taxes that the person has to pay because he cannot do without electricity. This is why uh, the person pays not only the income tax but all the other existing taxes. I believe that the uh, the legislation about taxation is created to favor the business and the rich. It's not it's not about tax evasion, but it's about the fact that um, the the business has to pay the income tax after paying all its expenses. But it's different for the person who has to first pay the taxes and then pay for its expenditures for his expenditures. For instance, um, a person has set up a small business to provide some services and of all the income that he receives, he excludes personal incomes uh, for the house for, in which he lives, for his car, for the communal services, and from the remaining, from the remaining amount, he pays 35% uh, of income tax in Belgium. So, this is but but at the same time this person is hired and he pays this 50 to 70 percent tax for the amount that he has received so this is how this division between the poor and the rich takes place and um, the middle class uh, slowly but surely becomes the the poor so the question is why in such a rich country as belgium people become poorer because the government becomes richer at the expense of people. How? First of all, the government um, fills its budget only at the expense of income tax of usual people and the small business, and they cannot avoid tax bec uh, like uh, the big businesses do when they create corporations. Also, big enterprises pay um, taxes on the agreement of with the government. For instance. 10,000 workers work at the enterprise, but they, but these um, uh, enterprises start to blackmail the government that they will move to another country, and these 10,000 people will, will be without a job, and uh, the government will have to pay them uh, the, the welfare benefits. It is not uh, beneficial to the government. That is why they, um, they agree, the government agrees to free this business from taxes. So they provide these 10,000 uh, jobs. So it turns out that uh, um, so debts uh, accumulate and different uh, additional taxes are made because the income tax is as much as it can be. That is why a usual person spends all his time and influences and resources on taxes. And um, people also become poorer because of manipulating the inflation index. In 1971, through economic reforms, the U.S. was um, the U.S. made dollar irrelevant to the gold. And basically, um, we see inflation year by year. The Belgium government cannot afford to show real inflation because they have to increase uh, salaries, pensions and welfare benefits according to the law. So it is not beneficial. That is why they show 1-2% inflation. But at the same time, um, the prices have increased by three times over the past 20 years. And this is 300 inflation. And the uh, the external debt at the end of 2018 is 326 billion euro and as of today the, the this year has not ended and the budget is already lacking 12 billion euro 
which will be received from the pockets of ordinary people. So such an economy leads to collapse and civil war. But there is a way out. If we um, limit capitalization, then it will be possible to eliminate the income tax and um, the budget will have enough funds for everything. Um, nullifying external debt is also possible without any damage to the country. My conscience, my consciousness was against accepting that, but if you think logically that I have come to the conclusion that all this debt is not real, but it is virtual, if dollar has been um, detached from gold and um, this sort of uh, it has been imposed on all the other countries as something valuable why do other countries act such foolishly while giving real dollar instead of this dollar paper who benefits from it banks banks um, borrow money which they don't have and hope that they will be um, given real money if banks uh, sell if banks sell air why do people have to return um, this debt with their real money thing is that all these uh, debts to banks and funds are just virtual bubble which has been created artificially by the uh, elite so if all the countries uh, uh, nullify this debt then they will not lose everything but they will uh, get rid of wars and they will actually uh, get rid of this financial trap and they will have more time to develop for spiritually and they will be able to build such society about which every person dreams they will be able to live in peace and friendship and love towards another thank you very much for your comment and now i would like to give the floor to the financial manager katy Cherkasova from los angeles the, U the u.s hello can you hear me so hi everyone here's the question shouldn't congress only spend what it earns the answer i found online states that congress uses deficit spending to boost economic growth in a recession it uses stimulus spending to create jobs but what has it led us to let us look at the u.s national debt as of now using the u.s debt clock data can you please pull the data Can on screen? Can we show the data on screen? The US total so debt US includes household, debt business, includes household, state and local business, governments, financial and local institutions and the federal government and is equal to 74.3 trillion US dollars or 225,194 US dollars per family. The total personal debt is $19.8 trillion. The mortgage debt is $15.7 trillion. The student loan is $1.6 trillion. The credit card debt is $1.1 trillion. The US national debt is $22.5 trillion and it raises at the speed of $100,000 per five seconds. By 2027, the Congressional Budget Office projects cross debt to rise to roughly 31 trillion. Ten years ago, I met a woman who took a student loan to get a degree in the medical field. She had to study for nine years, and when she finished and joined the workforce, she realized that this is not something she would like to do. She joined the workforce. 
She left the medical industry and was trying to make a living by opening a baking company, sewing, taking care of the elderly and tutoring. She was barely able to make a living and was paying her student loan up to up until she was 70 plus, 70 years old. Realized that over 40 years she already paid way more on the interest. So she called the financial institution and she explained the situation, and they were able to write it off for her. So, according to a 2017 survey conducted by Career Builder, nearly eight in ten US workers uh, work paycheck to um, leave paycheck to paycheck. Half of the minimum wage workers, they have to have two jobs to make ends meet. One in 10 workers making 100,000 a year, also saying that they live paycheck to paycheck. This means that emergency saving has not been set up and within, within the household making the um, making them extremely vulnerable to other negative circumstances and putting people in a significant psychological pressure. Uh, this is not fair to blame the tax system by itself uh, for what we are facing. The root, of the, the root of the problem lies within us. We allow this to happen in the first place. And we already pay for it with our time and attention. We live in a wasteful, um, consumer-oriented society that is uh, based on greed and desire to make a profit at the expense of others. When we use and abuse others, we actually lose more than we gain. Uh, I believe that rethinking our values and reconsidering how we treat each other can make a huge difference. And it could be the first step to a positive change. Thank you. And it could be the first step to a positive change. Pojeme Kate. A nyní svou vize tvoří ve společnosti se podělí Jelena Takarskaya z Ruské Předáváme slovo. Jelena Takarskaya z Ruské Předáváme slovo. In construction, consultant 1C from Russia. You have the floor, please. When we speak about taxation of individuals in Russia, I can say that it is not limited just by this uh, personal income tax. So basically, um, uh, the, the actual taxation is much more. So what is the percentage uh, do we have as a, as a result? In 2001, Russia has the, um, the personal income tax rate uh, at the uh, the rate of 13%. This rate comes from the salary of the employer, of the employee. Next, we have insurance. Insurance uh, taxes to the fund of paying for work and they amount to 30.2 minimum. They are paid to the budget by the employer and the employee does not even guess about how large it is. Next, the person goes to the shop and pays the goods, which has 20% VAT. A lot of people do not pay attention to this, but uh, the process is such that the producer 
gives uh, these goods to the uh, middleman with VAT, which who then provides this to the network also with uh, VAT, and the end user pays this tax through retail sales. In case of immovable property, even if it is social, the real estate tax rate is 0.1% plus tax on land, 0.3%. From my personal experience, I can say that if you have recently bought, um, if you have recently bought a small, well, actually, I bought a small house for my family, and I didn't even start living it. But I faced a huge uh, real estate um, tax, which is not based on its actual price, but on the cadastro price, cadastro value, which is more than by 1.52 times. This is the property of the person who has paid for it with his labor. Why does he have to pay big money to the government for the possibility to use it? It is not lease, it is not renting, it is property. This is not allowed. Also, you can add uh, other duties for the fuels and um, the, the share of taxes in the price for fuel is up to 45%. So documentation is also um, taxed, but its price differs. So basically, we have 70% of tax burden on each working person. I worked in the accounting area for 12 years, and I see that people work more and more. Some people work uh, at several jobs, they moonshine all the time, they uh, work late, they work f at home, and you have to be constantly 24-7 uh, constantly online. You have to answer the, uh, the phone calls, the emails, and know what is happening at work. Previously, people would take a vacation which lasts 28 days, but now, it is very difficult for an accountant to have a vacation of at least seven days. At the same time, income does not increase. Salaries are slow to rise, if you compare it with how prices rise. So a person has to survive. And also, this tax burden is quite huge. From year to year, we have increasing rates. At the same time, pension and social support still remains quite low. So all this makes little sense. If you look at the situation at a global perspective, then we will see that almost every country has huge external debt, which both the borrower takes, the government itself, and you have to always pay this debt back. And what are the means to return money? So mostly the money emission or um, emitting more money or increasing the tax burden on population. But if you calculate the amount of external debt uh, for one working person, this will mean huge money and the person does not even get it. And this actual the situation looks absurd. So population is no longer capable of paying this debt and it has to be written off. Also, you need to provide um, middle and uh, small business enterprises to uh, be to sort of um, to not to overburden with them because they provide for the main necessities in the society. You don't have to overburden them with taxes. And actually, this is what I face in my work. 
Such an approach is unacceptable for creative society. And in order for this society to happen, the person must remember who is he, human or a beast, and he must behave as a human, responsibly, with a desire to create for one another. The officials, it's the same for the officials. The officials who do the, who are engaged in the um, actual business of society. So there must be as few officials as possible and they must not use their position in their personal interest. After all, officials are just ordinary people and they can work at social responsible professions and they can develop society with what they do. And in their free time, they can engage in their public activity within their competence. If capitalization is limited, people will be able to work not more than four hours per day, and at the same time, it will live worth, his life will be worthy of human. And also, he will be able to take active part in social, economic, and cultural matters of society. And it is possible if for this. A psychology of a slave is substituted with the worldview of a spiritually, um, spiritually strong, responsible person who's ready to create the world of harmony, order, and justice with its with his own hands. Thank you. Thank you very much, Elena. You have you had a marvelous speech. Thank you. You've mentioned two ways of payment interest on debt. It's uh, in the constructive and creative society, every person can actively participate in, in establishing society, and the working day will be the working day will be just four hours a day, four days a week, and in the leisure time every person will be able to participate in public activity for the benefit of all society. Now we give the floor to Olga Jeffrey, Ukraine, Kiev. Hello. <coughs> I'm a private entrepreneur, and I have always been interested in this topic, but uh, I, until recently, I haven't even realized that an average on of, uh, to state budget in taxes. Of his or her Let's take a closer look at how does this happen. Taxes are classified as direct and indirect ones, or I would say visible and hidden. Direct taxes are the taxes we pay on salaries, which is 18% personal income tax and military fee. Before paying the salary, the company pays a 22% fee to the pension fund for its every employee. It is not considered as a tax, although it is actually used for funding of pensions, social insurance in cases of unemployment and disability. Undirect taxes are those taxes that are included in price of goods and services um, that is, we often do not even realize that we pay them. They include value-added tax, which is included in the price of almost all goods and services, as well as import duty and uh, excise tax. We buy food, clothing, cinema tickets, and pay tuition fees. We buy food, clothing, cinema tickets, and pay tuition fees, go to a hairdresser, use public transportation, and in each case, we pay 20% of value-added tax. 
As we all use minibuses or taxis, we fuel up our cars, so we also pay excise tax. By the way, almost 70% of all tax revenues of the state budget comes from the excise tax on cigarettes, alcohol, and fuel. Also, with every grivnia we spend on mobile communication, part of the money goes to the pension fund. Each time we apply to the state authorities, we pay state duties. Moreover, some of us still pay property taxes, land taxes, and taxes when buying or selling apartment. For example, property tax can be paid by companies that rent uh, land. Also, if a person bought something, how uh, he can pay tax on something he owns? It is his own property. All in all, an average Ukrainian spends about 48% of his or her salary on taxes. Millions of small daily and monthly contributions form hundreds of billions hryvnias of local and national budgets. These funds are spent on army, law enforcement, pensions, servicing of government and de debts, education, healthcare, roads, courts, and the entire state apparatus, uh, but in proportions that do not lead to the development and prosperity of people. But do we realize uh, that with our money, we, we sponsor everything that's happening in our society? Giving almost half of our salary, we don't even feel safe and confident in tomorrow. So just like in many countries that have the same taxes, we are being deceived. The company pays the salary and tax for paying us salary. Where do these taxes go? Then we get the money and again, we have to deduct income tax and other from it. If a company pays taxes for us, they should include the pension fund fee and all other taxes. I see that people are in permanent stress about possible growth of prices on utilities, basic necessities, or other goods tomorrow, or they are in fear of losing their jobs. We feel like being slaves in the current system. We try to survive. We don't believe that we can change anything. And most importantly, in this race, we are losing our true purpose of life. life. But since I pay such enormous taxes, just like all other people do, then why uh, are so few funds allocated, for example, for protection of nature, while dozens of times more for weapons? Do we want war? We were obliged to pay the military fee, but I do not want to finance war. I, like many of us, I choose peace. By shifting responsibility to others, by sponsoring the consumer format of society, we have come to the fact that the system of state foundations no longer works in the interests uh, interest of humanity. Decision-making by the highest authorities uh, does not take into account the value of every human life. Someone has to go on streets and beg for money, while others spend millions on a new car. While in fact, in order to live in abundance, a person does not need much. If we limit the capitalization of every cell of society and direct such funds to healthcare, education, development, then there will be no need for extortionate taxes for people now pay. The economy should be simple and understandable to everyone and lead to the well-being of all people. What prices should be set for this or that product in the whole world? Where should the released funds from decapitalization be distributed? Who pays taxes and who doesn't? How many, how many days a week should person work? 
It is all up to us to decide. We all, everyone in the world, just need to unite and take responsibility instead of shifting it to the ruling elite. Then the whole economy will turn to be a constructive one. Thank you. Thank you, Olga. Řešením je a referendum. Tvoření nového světové společnosti. A předávám tímto slovo Andrej Kyselivovi z Běloruska z Brestu, který nám objasní anulování vnějších dluhů a omezení kapitalizace, jež umožní přesměrování úvodních prostředků k vytvoření nové tvořivé. Andrej? Здравствуйте, друзья. Хотелось бы добавить еще по оплате труда. На мой взгляд, необходимо отменить подоходный налог с людей, которые не занимаются самостоятельной предпринимательской деятельностью. Наемный сотрудник получает вознаграждение за труд, а прибыль получает фирма. И фирма и платит налог на прибыль, добавленную стоимость и другие налоги. Налоги уже включены фирмой в сметную стоимость услуги или себестоимость товара. При этом подоходный налог составляет существенную часть бюджета. И возникает разумный вопрос, за счет чего будет компенсирована эта статья бюджета, если сократятся поступления от граждан в виде подоходного налога. Ведь если сократятся эти поступления от граждан в виде подоходного налога, соответственно, сократится в том числе и финансирование социальной сферы. Это и здравоохранение, и образование, и наука, и так далее. Ежегодно на выплату и обслуживание внешнего государственного долга тратится все большая часть бюджета. Естественно, в таких условиях говорить о качественной бесплатной медицине образовании просто бессмысленно. Страны вынуждены брать еще более новые долги, еще и еще, для того, чтобы только рассчитаться со старыми. А причиной этому является неограниченная капитализация. Обнуление долгов между странами и ограничение капитализации – позволит перенаправить эти средства, которые сейчас тратятся на выплату и обслуживание внешнего долга, на развитие науки, инновации, развитие здравоохранения, образования и тому подобное. Это существенно улучшит жизнь граждан и, соответственно, взаимоотношения между людьми. Спасибо. Людмила Шевченко з Мілану, Італії. Поділіться свої власні скушеності, а висвітлі своє хапані темату анулювання длугу, а зрушені дані людям. Придавамо слово до Італії. Buon pomeriggio, sono Людмила, vengo da Ucraina, ma vivo in Italia 15 anni. Ultimi nove anni eh, ho lavoro in una piccola impresa di pulizia. Lavoro in regola, era la mia scelta e il mio desiderio. Per vivere sereno in Italia e soprattutto eh, per uno straniero è importante lavorare in regola. 
contratto di lavoro si richiede per rinnovare il permesso di residence permit and also have to pay for leasing an apartment etc but literally already uh, literally immediately i had i had an, uh, an misunderstanding why on the paper i had certain rights on vacation on uh, sick leave but in actual fact i couldn't use them my questions they didn't give any answer from the employer and uh, they just there was no other person to replace me it was uncomprehensible un, un for me and i thought that these were the problems of my company but then, uh, speaking with different people, I understood that it's a general problem of all employees who work in small companies. While big organizations uh, somehow cope with that, small companies have to survive under the burden of taxes because employees have to pay for every employee and this amount of payment is almost equal to his or her salary. Of course, of course there are variations depending on the job, but in our field, this is this way. Basically, any requirement from an employee Rise, uh, give the following exam, uh, answer from all the employees. Do you know how much taxes I pay for you? And from a human perspective, we can understand the employer because a person spent a lot of time to build his small business as a means to exist, and he has to somehow cope with that. But people, uh, employees, suffer. They have to, they cherish their work because they get much salary as their means of existence and they have to give concessions to the employer. So it's kind of a vicious circle and it seems like there is no way out. But I've decided to clarify what is the reason for such a situation. I began to talk to friends, to acquaintances. I started looking through the information what is happening with the economy of the country in which I live. And I've seen, I've noticed the direct correlation between the external debt and the taxes which we pay. I've started to be interested why the external debt of our country is increasing, and I found information that the whole reason is unlimited capitalization and a strive to get profits at any cost by the ruling elite. This ruling elite actually robs the whole world, all of us, and since I've grasped the idea, I decided to share this knowledge with other people. I support and I, I, I vote for limitation of capitalizations of, in setting the limit of 10 million dollars per family. I support the nulling of external debts of countries and as a consequence, taxes on personal incomes will be decreased and abolished. I think that legal entities should pay taxes, but the tax rates should be reasonable because companies should develop. But a person has the right to work four days a week, four hours a day, and he has the right to bring his entire income to the family and spend most of his time on spiritual development, on leisure, etc. 
And I understand that if all people on the earth become aware of this truth, we will be able to change the situation in the entire world. I kindly invite everyone for the conference on May 9, 2020. Victoria Kovalenko, she's the sales manager from Israel. Greetings, my name is Victoria, I live in Israel. In 2020, there will be 10 years since I've moved to this country. I'd like to, by the example of my family, I'd like to share with you my understanding of the situation today. Every year, prices and goods and services grow without any grounds. Logically, it's logical to assume that if a person works more, his or her salary should grow, but in actual fact, once the income tax is, is deducted, everything is quite the contrary. The income tax, the social insurance payment, pension funding payments are de deducted and we get a significantly lower amount, so we are deceived and robbed and we are used as slaves and nothing has changed over the last 6,000 years since the Sumerian civilization. And the previous speakers also mentioned that everything happening like this, but we are silent. And the ruling elite is living okay, fine. They establish their own legislation and rule all people, while ordinary people have to work all the time and just pay for their debts in order to avoid new debts. So, in May this year, on 7th and 8th of May, in the South District where I live, they produced 600 rockets and our government created this iron cupola and just shut down those rockets. They took care of us. We had to hide in a shelter all the time together with our families, with our cats and dogs. And the next day, on the 9th of May, all our people came out to celebrate the Independence Day and to watch the fireworks. So why not govern us? Why not increase accommodation prices and prices on the goods of first need? Today, a human being of average income, in our country it's impossible for such a person to buy some house. Most of the population lives on leased apartments and apartments with some safety room cost more expensive. And why all the new houses have such security rooms? Because in their plans the war should continue and we pay for that and we are silent. The electricity prices are very high and this is country and this is the country where we have uh, 30 to 32 degrees plus all the time where we have to run the conditioner all the time. Over the last two months I had to pay 1,200 uh, 1, shekels in, uh, in in our country where the sun is shining all year round, we have to pay money for air. 
We are living in the world of illusions and consumption, where, first of all, we are the ones who consumed. But there is a way out. We have to speak of this openly and honestly. We have to take responsibility for our life. We have to unite. We have to build a constructive and creative society based on humanness and kindness. And in such a society, there is no room to accumulate any military might. We won't have anyone to fight against. Thank you. Thank you, Victoria, for sharing your life story with us. It's been a very powerful topic. I would also like to add the following. Salaries are on the rise, while the budget... So, so, so basically, uh, we have a lot of money spending on the military purposes, but there is a way out to create a new creative society based on spiritual principles. I would like to give the floor to Ekaterina Kruger, Germania, Germany, Arnsberg. Good afternoon. I live in Germany, and my uh, my my child is in the fourth, is in the second form. So actually, when I looked at his textbooks, I've noticed how his uh, how his uh, values are substituted. So basically, it's not the spiritual development that is in priority, but the material. So the child is growing with the consumer mentality. For example, my son was given a, a euro that has been drawn in the tech, well, and, and, and uh, children are looking at uh, money, they're counting money enthusiastically. But the question is, what do these textbooks um, supply or what do they engage in? And the thing is that my child sees different firms, different companies, and the question is, is that a manipulation? And who manipulates? And for what for? Uh, let's take the topic of fairy tales. So those who are hard earners, they are showered with coins. And those who are ugly and uh, lazy, they are showered with tar. And um, in, we have um, like German, uh, German language textbooks and about pirates. And pirates are happy about gold and jewels. But are pirates examples of kindness and uh, help? The thing is that uh, art is not uh, taught in schools. Children just uh, paint, just paint those things that are, you know, th there is a pattern for them to fill in the paint. Uh, children no longer teach poetry and so on. So I would like to, uh, to know the following. It is not a secret that International Monetary Fund can dictate many things that should be included into the school program, into the school curriculum. So if we abandon this uh, external debt, then IMF will have no opportunity to tell the school curricula what to do. So thus, we will be able to create an education which we see. Instead of pirates, we'll be able to show examples of kindness to children, of um, joint help, the example of friendship among peoples. 
instead of counting money, we'll be able to show some good, fun math problems. And um, in, in, this, in the center of such a creative education, we can have not consumption for ourselves, but kindness, developing the best human qualities in the person. And imagine what kind of a beautiful society we will have if people would want this now, if us would want, if we want all this. Just imagine. So if um, external debt is nullified, we would have a lot of money, and this education could be free. Children are our future. They are future ministers, ambassadors, and the future of every country. So what a child will, how a child will develop if he um, has been taught to just to count prices, count uh, price tags since childhood. I'm a mother, and I see what is happening, and I see what is being imposed on the child, and I understand how important it is to, uh, for all of us to come together to a creative society, to create, to choose the creative path of development of humankind. If the education system has bringing up a creative personality, development of the best human qualities, if, it, if it, all of this is in the first place, then uh, our children will grow up to be happy adults, which will not need expensive toys. Why? Because they will just have different values and it will not be profitable to be greedy. There will, no, uh, there will be no such uh, temptations. I think this is really nice. Thank you, Katerina. I would like to wrap it up a bit. So you have shown how consumer society affects our children, affects the upbringing of our children, and how it affects our future. In today's game, society is at the crossroads. One road leads to tyranny and self-destruction, and the second leads to healthy, creative, constructive society. What we choose depends only on us. The game has clearly shown that all the countries face the same problems. I'm speaking about consumerism and uh, government debt dependency and the growing tax and price burden. The first necessary step is to limit capitalization and when the following is closely related to it, uh, abolishing income tax and nullification of external public debt. Thus, changes will take place, changes that will allow for a worthy human life, where education will be free, where healthcare will be free, where prices will be the same all over the world. We are speaking about society where money will just be a means of exchange, but it will not be a meaning of life. Society where people and life of a person will be the most important ones. And now I would like to give the floor to Natalia.
Today we have discussed the necessity to transition from the consumer format to the creative format. We have shown the initial steps to create the single creative economy. Limiting capitalization is the main step and the um, nullification of external debt of all countries follows. Technically, it can be done quite easily. It is enough for all the people of the planet to unite in a peaceful dialogue and negotiate this. These steps allow humanity to have sufficient capital to provide people with sufficient pay without burdening them with taxes so that each person is socially provided for and protected. If you understand the necessity to build new creative society, tell your dear and near ones, your friends, all the people in the society, on the world, so that on May the 9th, 2020, we will join as a single humanity to look into these steps at the global conference. And now our game is coming to an end, and we would like to uh, give the floor to Italy, to Naples, where um, on the 28th of September at 2 p.m., 12 Greenwich time, the next game will take place. Society, the last chance, climate, friends. Let us create a society where we, our children and our grandchildren, will live in peace, happiness, harmony, when the main value will be life of every person and his or her spiritual development. Let us create our, um, our home, let us create this planet into a beautiful garden. All of us together can do it, all humanity, when we accept the creative development vector. It is quite real, it is simple. Thank you very, very much.